0: Hello and welcome to Hope Community Church, Helensborough. We're a new church with a desire to bring our hope in Jesus Christ to the people of Helensborough and beyond and live as a community shaped by the gospel. If you live in Helensborough or are just passing through, we'd love you to join us sometime. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.15 at the Helensborough and Lowman Civic Centre. But now, here's the latest sermon from Hope Community Church, Hellensboro. You can find the Bible references and more information in the episode notes. Our reading today comes from Luke's Gospel, and chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 26 through to the end of uh, this section here uh, at verse 38. So Luke 1 and verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, Well, you'll maybe remember that immediately after uh, our queen died a, a few months ago, the king Charles became king immediately as 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 soon as she died, he was officially king, and he'll have his official coronation next year. But he was king immediately. But a, a few days later, on the Saturday, I think, uh, something called the accession uh, accession accession I don't council met. Uh, and a proclamation was signed by some important people, uh, and it was read aloud from a balcony at St. James's Palace. Uh, And this kind of made it official. This was the announcement, here is the king. Here is your king, uh, people of Britain, King Charles III. The point of that is to, to say what we have here in the passage that we read is an announcement of a king, of a much greater king than any human king, We're still a few weeks away from Christmas uh, right now. Some of you, I'm sure, will be well into the Christmas spirit. Some of you will be thinking it's a bit too early uh, for all this. We've got weeks uh, to go. But what we have is the announcement of what is happening uh, at Christmas here. We are being told who is coming. Maybe we felt we knew enough about King Charles when he was announced because he's uh, been in the the country over 70 years, but... uh, we need to know about Jesus. We need to know about our King. And that's exactly what the angel Gabriel does. When, when, when he meets with Mary, he tells her that she's going to give birth to this child, but he also tells us who this child is. And, and that tells us why this child matters to us, not just 2000 years ago, but matters to us today. We, we need this, this child. We need this announcement. We need to, to see it and to see what it means for us because what we have here it's the beginning of christmas it's the uh, the, the beginning of the end of the, the the story of the bible we're being told that this is the king that that the, the whole world had been waiting for and finally here he is the king that we need we've been looking at the story of the bible in our services um and, and this is where the plot accelerates god uh, begins the end of his plan of salvation you know we saw how he created everything how adam and eve messed it up um And then God chose his people, remember he spoke to Abraham, Uh, and then the people got a king, and the kings just kept messing up and messing up, and last week we saw they were put into exile, and they lost their kings, and uh, between then and Christmas, they'd they'd got back to their land, but there was no real king, things just weren't the same, Um, and so they needed hope, Uh, and this is the pivotal moment, this is God saving his people, This is the the, the beginning of the story that takes us to the cross, where we get uh, to to, to the happy ending of the resurrection. But the the question that this passage answers is, who is this child? Who is Jesus? Who is it that's going to be born at Christmas? This is what the announcement tells us. And and I think we'll see three things today. First of all, the, the child born is the king that we long for second of all the child is the king that we need and third of all that this child is the king of kings so first of all the king that we long for how much how much would we like uh, some political leader uh, to come and to say that they've found a way to solve the cost of living they found a way to stop any wars happening terrorism poverty debt bring house prices down without making our mortgages huge and so on Obviously, probably not going to happen uh, anytime soon. Whoever uh, is in power, but but that's just one of the ways we have a longing within us, don't we? We want someone to come and to, to fix the problems. We want someone to come and to, to know what they're doing to deal with it, uh, to make things right. We have a, a a longing in us, and in fact, all of us to some extent, we want things to be better in this world, don't we? We want things to improve. We want good life. We want everyone. Uh, to, to be happy, to be content, to be provided for. Uh, and it's no wonder that to be to be seen as progressive is, is, is such a, a good thing, because of course we all want things to be better. And, and even people who perhaps look back to the good old days uh, and think, weren't things so much better back then? It's the same thing, really, isn't it? We want We have a longing for what we perceive to be good. We want things to be better. Uh, whether we've lost it or we've just never had it. We want something, we want our whole lives to be good. And as we read our passage, we, we maybe don't see a longing on the, on the face of it. But when we remember what the nation of Israel has been through, the, the, the kings failing, the exile, um, they've returned to their land, as we said, but then uh, the Roman Empire came into power, uh, after the Greeks had been in power uh, and now they're under Roman control and they have some freedom, but they're not really and they they're not really themselves uh exile had ended, but it hadn't really at the same time things just weren't the same uh, 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 and although they had King Herod, he was appointed by by Caesar it just it wasn't right in their eyes uh, 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 and the world maybe didn't seem the best place them and especially when we remember as we were singing in psalm 89 and, and as we've seen before god had promised the israelites you're, you're gonna have a king david's offspring and he's gonna be king forever uh, 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 and you're always gonna have him and uh, everything's gonna be good that's that's what they, they felt god had promised and it seemed like god hadn't kept his word it seemed like things just hadn't worked out how they were supposed to and, and so they were desperate for a king they were desperate for someone to rescue them they had that longing they wanted to be ruled over by god's king they wanted the world to be as they thought it should be they kind of had things a bit wrong because if you read the gospel stories you get the hint that what they wanted was a king who was going to be a warrior and would fight the romans and would just drive them out and then the israelites could be in their little patch of land and just be left alone that's not really what god wanted for them god gives something so much better so much greater as we're going to see the king that we need and 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 the king of kings but but before we get to that what we need to realize that in some way every single one of us has this longing for something that only jesus can fulfill We're, we're trying to fill our lives with everything imaginable to make them worth living we maybe don't like it do it we maybe we maybe don't do it consciously maybe we don't mean to do it but but we all have these things where we 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 try to just make our life okay we try to 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 make life bearable sometimes you maybe remember at the the start of the pandemic and we were in lockdown and and what people seem to be talking about most maybe it's a generational thing is what people would be watching on netflix to pass the time what they were going to binge watch to, to pass the time sitting in the house. That's how people spoke. And, and really it was an escape because people didn't want to think about the reality of life that there was a, a, a potentially deadly disease and, uh, and so on. And people don't like to think about death. Uh, and so we, we fill up our lives with all these things so that we can uh, just not deal with these things because uh, we're, we're, we're longing we're, we're longing just to, to be left alone, to be content. to to make life worth living and and to think about the end doesn't make life now worth living does it at least in the world's philosophy and it can be in so many different ways it might be materialism um you know if we have more stuff then we've we've kind of made it in life or we can keep ourselves busy um the, the sad irony I suppose is that Christmas has kind of become something that, that looks to artificially fill these longings, doesn't it? You know, we're saying, write your list. What do you want for Christmas? Let's get all this stuff. Let's have a, a, a good time. And, and one that we have to be careful, we're not saying that the stuff is bad and that it's bad to have a, a good time. Of course, it's not bad. But, but what we can do is we, we can shield ourselves from the need that Christmas really shows us and fulfills the longing that is in us for, well, for eternal life, for, for something more, from this world to to, to to matter, to be accepted. You know, one, one of the things people look for is popularity, isn't it? Just to be loved by people. Uh, and all these things, they they never quite they never quite match up to the expectations. We have these longings and they're never quite fulfilled. You know how many people have made so much money and still they need a little bit more because it hasn't actually made them happy. How many people are uh, popular, lots of friends and yet feel like uh, they don't belong still we have these these longings whatever it, it can be different for all of us um we have these longings and we try and fulfill them we try and uh, make ourselves who we want to be uh, and all i really want to ask is is it working is it really working for us have we have we really uh, made things better or could it be possible that jesus is exactly what you and me needs let's see what what Gabriel tells Mary about this king and what he tells her is he is the king that we need that's what we can say about him we, we We like to be with people that that we love you know the, the the person who you know those of us who are happily married know the feeling that we find the person who who we want to be with and who we can spend our whole lives with it's It's exactly who we need they're they're exactly the right person and, and Jesus is that on a far grander scale in a far more important way and, and I can say that because well, simply because of what um Mary is told she will call the child, you shall call his name Jesus in verse. 31 and his name tells us exactly what he is going to do for us he is the king that we need because he is able to save us uh, names carry a lot of meaning um, maybe not so much these days but you know traditionally someone with the last name smith they would be been a from a family of blacksmiths probably a, a tailor from a family of, of tailors and, uh, and and so on even you know mac means son of um, these things identify us. I'm told that Duncan would have meant brown-haired warrior or something and seems almost appropriate, brown hair at least we can say. Uh, you can get the point that, that, that these names have meaning. They, they carry something behind them. Uh, and, and Mary's told in verse 31, you shall call his name Jesus. And what that essentially translates to is God saves. God is the one who who saves. Matthew makes it clearer actually when, when he writes this this, this down or when, when an angel goes to Joseph and tells him similar things. He says, call his name Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. That is what this king is able to do. His name sums up his mission. His name sums up what he does, who he is. He's Jesus, the one who has been born to save us, to save us from our sins. Names do matter. We, we sang in one of the songs about Emmanuel, that's another name for, for Jesus, and it means God with us, doesn't it? He's there. These names are important. And here we're told Jesus, because he came to save us from our sins. The thing that, that, that causes all our, our, our disordered longings, the things that, that, that we think will help us, the things that you know, we place our, our love in the wrong place it's sin that causes that it's the wrong that we do we're looking for the wrong answers and it's the wrong done against us when we are sinned against and it's the the brokenness of the entire world around us and, and, and we know things aren't right and that's why we long for something more as we've said but our solutions are often so clumsy and not very well thought out and, and cause more damage you know the person who thinks that if i if i'm if i'm married if i have someone who loves me then i'll be someone Well, they either end up with a string of disappointing relationships or they put huge expectation on their partner to make their life worth living. And you know that's not healthy. Uh, 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 And that's just one example. And, you know, the person who looks to money finds its worthlessness, but keeps looking for more because they might just fill the void with a few pounds more. Sin has damaged us and the world in so many ways. It's sin that is the problem. We like to blame others. We like to blame circumstances. But sin, our sin, is the problem. And it's what sets us on the wrong path, looking for the wrong things. But the good news of Christmas is, the announcement here, is that this king is the one who is able to save us, to rescue us. And that's exactly what he's come to do. He's come to rescue me me and you from our sin. Uh, We worry so much about our circumstances and we we, we fret with anxiety. And these things are uh, important. Again, don't misunderstand me. But fundamentally, on, on the eternal level, at the very core of our being, what we need most is forgiveness for our sin. That is what heals us. That is what saves us. Not just in this life, but for eternity. That is what we need. And that is what Christmas is really about. And this is what Jesus does. This is why he came. Because he loves us. Why else would he come to save us? But that, that God loves us so much. You know, John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It's saying the same thing, really, isn't it? This is why Jesus came. He is able to save. This is the king that we need. This is the one that we need. All the, all the previous kings, we saw they failed. They were useless. They couldn't do it, but Jesus can. Jesus can save you and me. That was His mission. That was what He came to do. And that is why He went to the cross. That is why He died, so that He could save us. But there's maybe just one question we have to ask: is how? How could this Jesus do this? Okay, He's. You, you maybe accept we do need something more from life. Maybe I do need this King, but. How how can I trust that Jesus can do it, that he's the one? Well, that brings us on to our last point. He is the king of kings. Bad leadership ruins a nation. History testifies to this. We want good leaders. We feel we deserve good leaders, whether it's in politics, the church, or, or anywhere else. Can any man really save us though? Can this Jesus save us, this man born in Bethlehem? The answer is yes yes, a man can save us. And no, not just a man can save us. Jesus can do it. Jesus is fully human. He is a man. But what the announcement tells us is that this man is so much more than a man. This is the man that the world has been waiting for. This is man how how, 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 how we should have been. You know, we, we saw how Adam sinned at the very start of the Bible. And, and if you weren't there, don't worry. Adam sinned, and that's what brought sin into, into the whole world. Well, Well, Jesus comes uh, and he's here to fix that he's here to do what adam could not do this is the man that that, that the world has been waiting for Uh, we're we're told in, in verses 32 to 33 that he'll be great the son of the most high the lord god will give him the throne of his father david and he'll reign forever in other words jesus is the promised king mentioned it before david was promised his offspring would reign forever that his children would reign forever and as we said there was no king the, the line seemed to have disappeared they'd all gone and yet the, 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 in luke chapter three for example there's there's genealogy it kind of shows that that jesus is actually in that line of kings that he is the king they'd been waiting for uh, as the the birth of jesus is announced what we're be, being told is god keeps his word you can trust in this god that as he said there would be a king who would reign forever well here he is took longer than perhaps uh the people expected uh they've been waiting a long time because they they didn't really know god they they didn't realize that god works on his time and does what is right Uh, and it tells us that that god is love that he does keep his word that he will keep his promises and even as we struggle here and as we wait for heaven we've been promised heaven and we Uh, And we don't know why things have to be so hard here. God will keep his word. It will happen because Jesus has been born, because he's son of the most high, because he's on that throne of David, because he is king. Uh, 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 And yeah, maybe it's just worth mentioning. um, We're kind of getting ahead, but you know, he's born in a stable. He's he's born in this sort of obscure way. This is uh, our king. We'll see more of that in the future but what you've probably been wondering about is this whole virgin birth stuff Uh, and it's hard for us to understand i imagine especially if if you're not a a believer um but i think it's worth saying that if you believe in god uh, and not just in a god that we kind of create ourselves who kind of just fits into to our viewpoint but but one who is all powerful who's who is the creator who is the the king of kings then is it really a stretch to imagine that he has the power to do this m- miraculous, yes, it is a miraculous thing. But it's important that it's done this way because it was the way he had to do it. M- Mary has this favour with God and will have a child in this way, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And it, it is impossible, humanly speaking. And, and even for the Jews who, who, who believed in miracles, it, it seemed impossible. But uh, as it says, it will be possible, all things are possible with God you know that's not just a verse for, for sport in fact it's not a verse for for you know sports people uh, achieving their dreams and goals and so on it's a verse for what God does he does the impossible and this is what he does here um, but the, the thing is again what we're being told is this child is is more than just a man he is fully human but he is the son of God and holy as we're told uh, in, in our passage he is the son of god he, we, did, we will be called holy the son of god as verse 35 says the astonishing thing that we're being told that is being announced to us this child is not just a man fully human fully human in every way he will be hungry he will be tired he will be tempted he will cry as a baby as every baby does and, and so on but at the same time amazingly. What the, the virgin birth, what this announcement is telling us is that this child is God. That's what the Son of God means. A, a Jew reading this who, who knew the Old Testament would read this and would be horrified because it would seem so blasphemous. Um, but there would be no mistake that what was being announced was that God himself was coming to earth, well, it was, was taking on flesh, was becoming human. The Son of God is Jesus and the Son of God is God. What we have is what what Hark the Herald Angels Sing calls the, the incarnate deity. And incarnate is just another way of saying God became man or as John puts it in his gospel, the word became flesh. That's what's being announced here. It is revolutionary. It's shocking. It, it It's amazing though because, and it, and it matters, because it's the only way that any one of us could be saved that's how he can do it because he is God he is the king of kings we needed him to enter our world to rescue us human kings we said failed time after time after time they couldn't lead the people they couldn't save them and it's still true we can't save ourselves no other person can save us we can't be forgiven our sins we can't have our longings met by trying really hard by being our own definition of good people we just can't do it We can't fulfill our deepest longings by filling our lives with whatever. No matter how happy these things might make us for a short time, they will not be with us forever. And so if God doesn't do it, then there's no hope for us. No human can do it. But this is what makes the Christmas, the gospel, this announcement so wonderful. God himself does do it. Instead of leaving us in our sin, instead of saying, oh well, you tried and you failed we did try and fail, but he said, I'll come. I'll send my son. That's the, the jaw-dropping announcement being made here. He comes. God comes himself to rescue us. And yet he had to be fully man because he had to go in our place. And it was us that he was rescuing. He had to take that on himself. He was born as a man so he could achieve what we could not. And so what we're seeing is the grace, the, the love of God in action, the king of kings is born in this world to save us as only he could when you just take a moment maybe not quite the second but but later reflect on that for a second god sent his son god himself came he became man all so that he could save us so that he could fulfill our deepest long our need for forgiveness Mm -hmm. that is what is being announced at christmas that is the good news that we need that's the the gospel really the king of kings was being born and uh, uh, and as many of us know he was being born to die he, he knew what was coming the whole time he was born so that he could die in our place that is the king of kings and that's how we know that this man this jesus this this both fully man fully god could rescue us because he is that so what do we do in response just to conclude i think mary shows us best. In this passage what she says is behold i am the servant of the lord and let it be to me according to your words she's told something mind-blowing <laughs> really mind-blowing i mean um we can't quite put ourselves in, in mary's shoes and imagine being told by an angel that although you're a virgin you're going to conceive a child by the holy spirit um how would we respond well what she responds with is is faith is trust Uh, that's what shines through as she says this she trusts in god and accepts what she says she sees the good news for what it is and that's the faith that we need in response to this announcement god has announced this god has told us what he is doing for us that he is giving his son what can we do but accept joyfully that the king of kings has come so that we can be forgiven so that we can be healed of all our sin and its consequence one day we will see a world where all its consequences are gone, where everything is perfect. What we have here is the announcement of hope, hope dawning in this world, an announcement we must cling to, hold on to, that that Jesus is coming. And as we look on this side, he has come, that the King of Kings has been born on earth so that we could be rescued, so that we could be forgiven, so that we could be healed. What can we say? I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Trust in what he says. He has done it for you and for me. May God bless each one of us. Thanks for listening. Join us every Sunday at 10.15 as we meet at the Helensborough and Lowman Civic Centre. Find out more on our website, hopehelensborough.org.